Do you understand? Yes. <laughs> I wish I had a ham sandwich to calm my nerves. Get a hold of yourself, Dag. How come I suddenly know which boy dance rock out loud? <laughs> I am Rob. Hey, it's Brad. And with our powers combined, oh, we get to say it this time. We are the Nostalgic Dads podcast. It, it's perfect. It works. Uh, yes, it, yes, it does work. Uh, uh, so you want to tell people what we're talking about today? Yes. For all you eco-heroes and uh, people trying to uh, make the world a better place, we are reviewing Captain Planet. Yay. What year is this? Uh, 1990, I believe. I have it pulled up on the side. I have it pulled up on the side. It was September 15th, 1990 to 96. What? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was like, the fact that one of the main characters identifies as Soviet, like, kind of dates it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh. The whole the whole logic of the show is very odd. I, you know, I get it's a good cause and trying to push a good thing, but uh, some of the episodes we picked, uh, some very weird choices. Yeah, I mean, from what I remember, all the episodes amount to this, essentially. Like, all the episodes we saw and every episode after. I mean, I know in the future there's like an evil Captain America, or Captain America, Captain Planet. <laughs> Captain Pollution, and he's, I believe, orange? Yeah, he was orange. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, for you guys who have not seen the show, which is crazy, if if you're our age, you would have watched it and yeah. uh, and learned a little something and then immediately forgot those lessons. But, I mean, Captain Planet is about um, Earth is totally messed up like it is now, and, and Gaia is her name? Yep. Yep, she she sends out five power rings to different youths youths <laughs> across the globe. Um, we got like South America, um, Russia, Brooklyn, Brooklyn um, Asia, and Africa. And I'm just gonna say this. I can say this because I'm American. They got the American spot on because he's loud, obnoxious, and annoying. I was like, yes, he, they nailed us. We're perfect. <laughs> Yeah, and at one point he makes a comment of uh, cleaning the animals for free, and he doesn't want to do it because he doesn't like doing stuff for free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. they, they got us. Um, anywho, yeah, and then, you know, like we just said, they they get the power rings, gives them powers, they all each have an element, um, fire, water, earth, wind, and the worst one, heart. Which is weird, because heart, you can read people's minds and control them as to what to do. So, that's not really heart. <laughs> no. Also, you think that would be more useful against, like, the bad guys, like, control them or something, but... Yeah, you know, like, I don't know, don't drill a hole in there, and don't try and shoot me, don't yeah. try and kill me, <laughs> don't, don't be a bad up, guy. <laughs> tie me up with rope, even though my powers fire, uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, as the title of the show goes, they, with their powers combined, uh, Captain Planet is summoned, and he is, like, a su Superman, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that is the context of the show. That is essentially every episode, and, uh, it's kind of like Power Rangers, but not really martial arts. <laughs> I literally wrote that down. Power oh, Rangers really? Power Rangers the Zerds. Uh, yeah, because, I mean... So the planters are the rangers, and then the Captain Planet would be like the Megazord, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Let's stick with Power Rangers. Yeah, we'll stick with that. Um, uh, something I do want to mention, though, in the first episode, Gaia mentions that they're the first set of planters. So is there going to be more sets? The same powers? I was assuming they're um, maybe like thinking of the future, like a new ge another generation of planeteers like they did with Power Rangers but the show didn't do that apparently so or these kids are going to die eventually and we got to replace them yeah she knows that the, this generation is not going to fix the planet so we got to keep it going yeah yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Right. 
Um, yeah, so uh, as usual, our format, do the first episode, middle episode, and uh, last episode. And it was 26 episodes, so 1, 13, and 26. Sounds correct, sir. Do you want to start on the first episode? Uh, yes. So this first episode, I'm assuming it classified as a pilot episode because there's some stuff that's different in here from the rest. Um, Captain Planet does have boots. Yeah, and his voice is a little higher. Yeah. yeah. I noticed the boots thing right away. I was like, what? Like, there's something red missing. Yeah, and I'm like, did they just leave that out? Or, I don't know, it's a weird design. Yeah. Um, It's called A Hero for Earth. I don't know what that implies. I have no idea. Um, so we start with the forest is getting wrecked by a robot piloted. I, I, I didn't know his name, so I said piloted by Pigman, but it's Horus. Hoggish Greedly. Greedly. Hoggish Greedly, who for some reason is a Pigman. You think he would not want to ruin the environment because he's half animal or whatever. But Yeah, but if you think of pigs in context, they eat all everything garbage it doesn't matter what it is oh yeah they could also eat bone yes that's for a different episode <laughs> there's a true story about a guy who would buy a bunch of hookers and then kill them and take them to his pig farm and the pig farm the pig would consume them so that's, I dis- dispose of the evidence man <laughs> that's not for our podcast yeah it's my 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 true crime obsession uh okay. yep <laughs> Anywho, um, so the giant robot, was it messing up a forest, or did it mess up a forest and then afterwards go out to the ocean? Yeah, it started in the forest. It was just knocking on the trees to get to the ocean. Ocean. Because, um, that's where it starts to drill, and uh, which gets really confusing, because I think they must have changed it. No, it's still the same episode. Because they drill, right? And it's yep. drilling down the ground. And then we go to Gaia, right? And she's yeah. laying on her table or whatever, and she gets a raindrop which we think it's the drill going through the ground because we see water coming through. Right. But where they're drilling, she has her own island. Yeah, she's supposed to be on Hope Island, which is, it would have to be drilling through the island. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes no sense whatsoever, because I thought maybe it was in the different episode. I'm like, no, it all takes place in the same episode. (sighs) They didn't think about that. No. I don't think they thought about it a lot, to be honest with you. Yeah, no. They're just like cause and effect. We're going with it. Um, so she wakes up. I, who knows how long she's been asleep? It's like I think she mentions like how much damage can humans have done in a century? So yeah, and yeah. then she looks and it's like <laughs> like fumes everywhere and oil spills and just the earth smog and everything. Apart. Yeah, pretty much all the stuff you imagine. Um, like. I think 80s and 90s were like the peak of nasty. <laughs> well, welcome to 2020. Yeah, true, true. Um, so she decides, okay, I need to find um, planeteers, young kids who will help um, save the world. She sends out the five rings, um, and I, I try to get all their names. So we go to Africa with Kwame, um, Asia with Guy, North America with Wheeler. I did not do my research. Okay. I'm going to go with that. Soviet Union with uh, Linka and South America with Mati. He sucks. Mati sucks. Anywho, um, so they all get... got mind control powers. Yeah, yeah, I guess. That he barely uses. He's Professor Uh, X. (laughs) Yeah, right? Might as well. Professor X is relevant. Mati is not. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So they are summoned by Mother Nature. Did they just get like teleported to her, or? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, just like okay. Power Rangers do, to Alpha. Yeah. Or Dawn. Yeah, they get teleported too. Um, she explains the powers. They're kind of testing them out and dangerously um, testing them out. I think Wheeler accidentally burning stuff. Yeah, because Mom. apparently, if you just say your power, like fire, water, it just happens. Yeah, what if you say that in like casual conversation and it like light yourself on fire? Yeah, it it doesn't make any sense. Even though you think that ring would have more power to do the things it needs to do to like activate the powers, not just yeah. saying the word. Yeah. In fact, the first time Gee uses her water power, it washes them all away. 
They all get hit. Yeah. Um, I have in my notes, Mati sucks. Um, and then, so the she sends them on their first assignment. They got to go deal with uh, Greedley, and who's drilling in the ocean. So they're flying in the trademark jet. I used to have this as a toy, the yellow jet. It's funny. I, I don't recall any of the toys. I even looked them up just to see, and I don't recall any of them. I don't remember what this jet was called. I just knew it as the yellow planeteer jet. Also, like I found it funny, uh, that little glider. Um, oh yeah, you see them having to assemble it. That was very weird. It's like, like, hey guys, can you just wait? I gotta put this back wing on. Uh, can you give me two seconds? I don't know if it's on right. Yeah, wouldn't it be something of like, oh, it it ejects from the the main ship or something simple? Yeah. Like, no, yeah, assembly required. Um, oh, while they're flying, I believe Wheeler is dumb and he like accidentally starts a fire right there in the cockpit because yeah. like we said he says fire and then it happens and they're like crap um, in my notes America or American is dumb and annoying uh, the jet gets sprayed with a bunch of oil and uh, they go crashing down of course they're saved by the combination of wind and earth so they land on like a, a tiny little island yeah but they asked Wheeler to use his firepower to burn the door so the door falls off, even though the door's covered with oil. So whole, that shit's going to go up. The whole <laughs> ship, yeah, is covered in oil. That is not a good idea. And it, it perfectly just burns the, the door and nothing else. Yeah, it, it must have just burnt the two little latches. Oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Because he, he got his power down right then and there. Even yeah. though a minute ago he almost lit the cockpit on fire. But it's fine. Convenience is convenient. Um, and then... I'm not sure what's happening. I know Greedley is like threatening to spray the animals, and they're like, what do we do? And, and that's when they're like, okay, let's do what Gaia told us. Let our powers combine. Oh, by the way, side note, we get uh, Mati... When they're in the jet, Mati's using his power to talk, to communicate with Gaia, and her big face like pops yeah. up in front of them. It's very weird. I believe she's voiced by Whoop- Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, that would sound better, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, our powers combine. I'm Captain Planet. Um, he's born. He looks weird. Um, yeah, and he is able to suck the oil back into the Earth. That's pretty amazing in itself. He's also able to be grabbed by robotic arms and hit with a drill and just laugh it off. Cause it oh, yeah. The drill went right at him and it was nothing. He's made of some kind of diamond material. I don't know. <laughs> As a kid, I thought it was like ice because I figured it'd be he look- like earth materials. Yeah, he looks like ice. Um, definitely. Um, I, I've, at one point, um, oh yeah, I have the drill does nothing to him. Uh, Greedly has like a henchman, and this henchman gets like thrown in the trash. Yeah. Also, the, earlier in the henchman, uh, he mentions how he's worried about the animals. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, he, "Oh, you care." He uh, threatens to shoot the animals. He's like, "Well, you can't really do that." Yeah. So someone like, wow, isn't that something you really see in this kind of thing? Usually, yeah. bad guys are like one note, and uh, yeah. that was interesting. Um. So then we get a little. Um, okay, Greedly hits Captain Planet with toxic waste. His weakness. Um. So Captain Planet is powerless, which sucks. Uh, which comes up to a really, really good part that makes a lot of sense. Um, let's see. Well, Greedly tries to crush Captain Planet with the robot, and the planters save him with a rock. They save him with a human-sized boulder that all three of them are able to push, but yet oh, the yeah. robot is not able to crush it with his foot. Yep. Yep. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, how'd they get it there so quick? And they're not using powers either. They're literally behind it, pushing it. Yep, and that is the thing that I did not remember, that when Captain Planet is around, they are powerless. Which... Yeah, they're, yeah, their powers are gone, because their powers are combined to make Captain Planet. Yep, and that sucks, because that means Captain Planet's out, run for cover. Like, we can't <laughs> do anything. Well, let's be honest, they're kind of useless with their powers anyways. Very true. They They could do so much... Um, 
I've watched The Last Airbender. They could do a lot, but they don't. So, <laughs> um, but then uh, it appears that Captain Planet gets crushed, but no, he he's powered up it just in time because I believe they, with their normal human powers, go and get water and then pour it on him, which washes off the toxic waste or something. Yeah, they wash off the toxic waste, but now I'm wondering how they do that. I, I think forget now. I remember them running to the ocean, and I think they're using like something to transport the water, like a jacket or something, or I don't know. Okay. Some kind of cloth being used as something to hold the water, and they splash it on him just in time. Um, and I guess his emblem. His emblem is the thing that you get that clean, and he's good to go. Yeah, and also he uh, he charges that emblem with the sun. Yeah, he's literally Superman. <laughs> he's literally a, a walking solar panel. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, Captain Planet pretty much effortlessly wrecks the robot. Um, greedily gets away, but he's like, I'll be back, Captain Planet. Um, and then we get the, the catchphrase. God, I remember when I heard it again, I was like, oh, I remember this. The power is yours. Yeah. Um. Then you give that little, uh, you know, environment blurb at the end. Only you can change the environment. It's different in each one, but it's like kind of. Oh yeah, the message at the end, and yeah, like what you can do. Like oh, if um, try to, if you don't have to drive, don't do it. Uh, if it's within distance, walk or ride your bike or whatever, yeah. whatever to not use gases. Um, that oh, also at the end, the planters. You know, they use their powers to clean the animals. That's when, like you said, Wheeler is like, why am I doing this for free? And blah, blah, blah. And I remember Linka calls him an imperialist dog, which I was like, whoa. They went <laughs> super Soviet on that one. Yeah. Um, you got anything else for this? No, I think we really, uh, we really hit it. I, I spoke up with a few things there with the glider and whatnot, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> so weird. Yeah. Uh, like really mid battle. Hey, can you just can you just wait? Just, just wait. I need like five ten minutes to assemble this. Hey, also, do you know which way the gun goes? Does it face this way or that way? Can can you, <laughs> have can you hold this piece while I bolt this in? Can you just just hold that there? That's lined up, right? That's good. That's good. Okay. It's like, are you following the directions? Come on. <laughs> are we on page five or page four of the directions? I don't know. Do, are we missing pieces here? Like, do we have to send this back to the manufacturers? Like, what's it's like, oh, we got to summon Captain Planet to fix our, or to assemble it for us. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I got one last thing. There's a part where I think it's like a part of the pipeline that um, Captain Planet takes, and he actually tosses the pipe into a little, like, trash can. So it's like this giant yeah. pipe that lands in a regular trash can. And... Yeah, it's two trash cans attached to each other because. Uh, the metal piece is in there, and then the sidekick is in the other one. Yeah, and somehow that trash can didn't break when he threw that giant thing in there. So. Oh, it's it's next power technology and. Uh, it's nineties nineties uh construction at its best. Yeah. Well, that's all I got for that. All right, which leaves us or brings us to episode thirteen, Plunder Dan. Uh, okay, so this episode we are, I believe, somewhere in Africa. I don't really yes. know if they really give an idea where, but you can definitely tell us somewhere over there. Generic uh, African village. <laughs> yeah. So we have the villagers who are out doing uh, a fishing adventure to get fish for a fish feast. Um, and then we have Plunder and his psychic who come to drop a dam down to cut off the flow of water. Yep. Uh, the whole reason they're doing this is because they're setting up a little power plant. And mm -hmm. he's a con artist, and apparently Plunder sells a bunch of uh, home appliances, washers, TVs. Completely um, miscellaneous. <laughs> miscellaneous stuff. He's like the he's like the next century door-to-door -door salesman. He's like, here's a Sega Genesis. Anything that has a plug-in, he sells. Uh, even to the point where Wheeler says, like, huh, you really wouldn't mind getting that uh, CD Walkman. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, oh, anyways, he's, he's doing this to get all the villagers to buy it. Um because he cut off the, the water flow, so now they have to use washing machines and stuff like that to clean their clothes and whatnot. Mm -hmm. uh, the whole thing is, though, we're cutting off the water, the animals and everything else aren't getting water, and the yep. one source of water is now has a giant electric fence around it as well. And uh, at the end, he comes to give them their electric bill, and they can't pay it, so he decides he's going to take over the land. 
and uh, they're not happy with that. Yeah, like a real dick move. Like, oh, you can't pay. I I gave you electricity. You can't pay for it. Well, then I'm gonna have to take your land as compensation. Like, Jesus. Yeah, that's really the episode. Um, there's some really stupid spots in here. I'm going to jump to one because it's fresh in my mind and it's been fresh in my mind ever since I saw it. Okay. So we have uh, Wheeler and the chief of the village and one other character um, breaking into the I think it's like the power generator. In the dam, right? Yeah. Part of the dam, yeah. Um, so they're breaking in to take a look at what Plunder's doing and of course it's a the guys are already waiting there for them anyways and uh, they decide to tie them up with rope. Wheeler's the one with the firepower. Yeah, I he figured could, by this point they already know. The bad he, guys already know. He could just burn the rope. But no, he gets tied up. And yeah. That's really stupid. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't even know what to say about that. It's just... Uh, you could have put chains or... I don't know. Something. Yeah, chains or... Because we're in the future, like, it's not really the future, but we have futuristic robots and stuff like that. You can have some kind of handcuff system. Yeah. You can have anything. But no, let's just grab the rope from the two, from the hardware store and uh, tie up the guy who has the power that whenever he says fire, stuff just catches on fire. Yep. Uh, we're on this super advanced uh, electrical dam. Someone get the rope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at one point, the elephants are hurting through. They're looking for water. And they see an opening in the fence, so mm-hmm. they go to get a drink of water. And Plunder's sidekick just re- literally chases them with a bulldozer. Yeah, what a dick. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure that herd of five elephants could destroy that bulldozer. Oh, yeah. Definitely. They can knock him out. Um, yeah, I thought it was so weird that Plunder's this guy, and I think he's like a bright green suit with pink. Yeah, I have that. Cheetah stripes on it. On, like, it's so ugly. Yeah. And yet, it, it fits him because he's that sleazy salesman. Because literally, he just pulls up and he's got everything. He's got like washing machines, he's got toasters, he's got CD Walkman, he's got TVs, he's got <laughs> video game consoles. Yep. And like, it doesn't make sense because at one point, like, these people live in shacks in clay houses. Where yeah. The are, where the fuck are the plugins? Yeah. Are your your huts wired for electricity? And and I know. He plundered in wire the the huts or anything. No, all plunder did was drop the dam down, drop down the other generator systems, and then put up the power lines. Everything else would have been need to be done by the villagers. Yeah, there's a real anti-consumer consumerism message in this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at one point, because they can't pay back the electric bill fees, um, they start to riot and. Uh, they go to the dam to try and overpower it, and that's when Plunder and Psychic have uh, the River God, I believe it is. Yeah, they it's create like, a fake River God. It look, looks like the Loch Ness monster. Almost. Did you remember the name of it? It's like Numi Numi or something, or? Oh, uh, I wrote it down. Yami Yami. Yami Yami. Okay. Yeah, which we see at the end of the episode, which is like a yellow anaconda. Yeah, it's like some. It's snake. a snake of some sort. But then when they're in the robot, it's like a fat snake. Well, it's a fat snake with, I thought, fins. Doesn't it have, like, little fins on the bottom of it? I don't remember. Just bright yellow and weird. Yeah, and uh, the villagers are all scared because they think it's really yummy-yummy. And then Wheeler just shoots it in the face. And apparently this robot, even though it's under the water, as soon as fire touches it, it just withers away the skin. And part of the frame, we see it's Wheeler's sidekick, or... uh, Plunger psychic inside controlling it the whole time. Yeah, this advanced um, robotics monster suit, but it's covered in paper mache apparently or something. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, yeah. makes total, total, total sense. Um, at one point before then, though, the elephants are uh, herding towards the village because they're, yep. they're angry because they can't find any water. They're crazy with thirst. Yeah, and that's when uh, we have this little trail of water that goes above them, and it just makes a little pathway, and they avoid the village. That's apparently all they need to do is get a couple little rain clouds. Yep. And at the end of the episode, they the villagers actually make their own wooden dam to uh, help. I don't even know what the purpose of it was, really, because they went that long without a dam. 
Yeah, like what are are you guys using electronics now that you're going to use that mini dam? I don't know. I don't know either because uh, we see the girl taking, I think it's her washing machine, down to the dam. Okay. And then we look into the water and we see the actual yummy yummy yeah. god. And uh, <laughs> that's really it. It's a uh-huh. very... It's a weird episode, but I think it's the episode I enjoyed the most out of the three that we watched. Yeah, it felt more substantial. Yeah. That goddamn traveling sofa. <laughs> um, so when you're talking about that... Uh, oh, I guess I should talk about Captain Planet in this one is uh, when they summon him, he's the Captain Planet I know and love. He's got boots and his voice is deeper. Uh, um... Thank God for those red go-go boots. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta get him. He gets hit with battery acid, and uh, it drains him to the point of, like, having to totally bail. He's like, I gotta go. Sorry. Yeah, two weeks. Gotta go back and nerf, guys. See you later. This is a good try. Call me when the bad guy's gone. Yep. Um, and that part you're talking about where the elephants are tr- coming towards the village, they're gonna trample the village. Mati tries to stop them with his heart f- powers. Yeah, and, and it does absolutely nothing because Monty sucks. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, he makes the point that apparently when there's too much rage, he, his heart power doesn't affect. What good are you? <laughs> well, try a little harder then. Yeah, like you, you need a little more heart, I guess. Um, oh, there's a random part where I think Plunder's talking to his henchmen, or these. I think he's trying to get away, and he's getting in his car, and he backs up, and he crashes into a banana tree and then drives away. I don't know why that part was added in there. Like, why did he have to crash into a banana tree? Because he didn't react to it either. It just hit and smashed into a tree and then drove off. And I guess he just sucks at driving. Salesmen are bad drivers, I guess. I guess so. I think that at that point, the villagers are also throwing all the electronics back at him. Yeah. Yeah. Because they thought they were going to get everything for free. Because that... Um, beforehand too to get the appliances they gotta trade him stuff so they're trading him like five things for one item I know it's like clothing and goods and stuff they need Um, oh I guess uh, when the water causes the river god robot to go crazy and that's what like damages the dam yeah yeah and then oh yeah so this is like a rare episode where Captain Planet is summoned twice because he got hit by battery acid, and then he went away, and then he came back again, um, and he turns the raging water into rain clouds, because he, like, superheats himself. Yeah, he uses the fire, and it creates the steam, and then the steam goes up into the clouds. Clouds, and makes rain. Yeah. Yep. And, uh... I don't even remember what the thing was, uh, the, le- the lesson after <laughs> this episode. Yeah. Uh... Don't waste water? Use a... Yeah, maybe that... And I remember them talking about, like, use a, a low-flow showerhead or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's all the energy-efficient uh, items turn off your light when you're not in the room. Mm-hmm. Don't leave anything on. Yeah, all that good stuff. But, uh, yeah, this was a pretty good episode. Yeah, which brings us to the final episode, which is my least favorite. Because the this finale. one looks really weird at one point. Yeah. I don't know, I'm going to put this just right now. Um, what's the girl's name? Do you remember the girl's name? The Doctor Dr. Blight. Dr. Blight and her yeah. little robot head? Yes. Uh, there's some weird sexual tension there. Oh, hardcore. It's very thick. They, they're they not really hiding it. You could tell that they're banging, and it's really weird. Yeah, it's really fucking awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll let you, uh, you handle the rundown of this one. Yeah. By the way, Dr. Blight says baby a lot. Like, yeah. yeah, it's just awkward. Um, so this is episode 26, Heat Wave. It is the end of season one, although you wouldn't think of it as the end because it doesn't feel any different or any more important than any other episode. No. Yeah. Um, so we get uh, the force is getting chopped down by robots. And, um, and then that wood that's being chopped down is put onto a barge that is created by Dr. Blight and the barge's purpose is to um, make like coal and smog and just... Yeah, because you get the firewood to make the 
coal, and then you get the coal to make the fuel, and then you get the fuel to move the barge. It's a pyramid scheme of sorts. Yeah. Um, I was trying to understand Dr. Blight's, like, motivation for this. She literally just wants to destroy the planet, and I don't see how that would benefit her in the long run, but whatever. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, they all want to destroy the planet, but, like, where the, where the hell are you going to live? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, the barge and, mm-hmm. and Dr. Blight, their aim is to attack Hope Island. I don't know what her sidekick's name is. I Robot no sex slave. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Linka is on a... What do they call those things? It's like a wave runner or some or not, it's like yeah, a mini boat. It's uh it's got the two like canoes and then they're attached with the wood and then it's got the one sail. Yeah. It's a very small Yeah. yeah like a schooner? I don't know. I don't know boats, so <laughs> she's she's in there, she sees the barge, and then a giant claw hand grabs uh Linka's boat and as it grabs the boat, it forces it causes her to fall and hit her head, knocking her out. So Good job, hero. Uh, oh, you know, I think before that, she actually tries to use her wind power to blow the sail so she can yeah. get away faster. The thing is, like, she's wind, so why wouldn't she just use the wind power on herself so she doesn't smash her head? Yeah, you'd think. You would think. Yeah, brace the fall a little bit. Yeah, little bit. dummy. She didn't see it coming, I guess. Um, the claw hand actually just wrecks her wind. It literally goes into her like wind tunnel or whatever she's made and just kills it. Um, so they're burning wood to make smoke to heat up the... Oh, by this point, sorry. There's a force field. There's a force field over Hope Island. And the whole purpose is to contain the island uh, as far as its atmosphere and then pretty much make it horrible. Superheated, uh, polluted, whatever you call it. Yeah, because there's a force field over top, which we think it's just over top, but then later we find out it's actually a whole circle around the island yep. because we think it's just over top because Dr. Blunt puts uh, like a pipeline underneath that's going in underneath the, the dome to pump in gases to make the temperature rise on the whole yep. area, which gets a little confusing. It does get confusing. Um, I, I got Linka sucks because she, uh, she has like an opportunity to like she kind of has to jump on them and then she gets buried in coal like they she sucks that was <laughs> Your typical uh, you know stuck on the beach with Barrett and Sam yeah good stuff um, so the planeteers meet with Gaia and she's telling them like I'm dying because my island not just even though I'm pretty much mother nature or the, the spirit of earth because this one island is going bad, I'm dying. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. So, obviously, there's only four of them, and they can't summon Captain Planet without Linka. Her arms, apparently, are crushed by coal. She can't get her arm out to summon anything. Yeah. It's good stuff. Definitely, wind power would probably help. I don't know. Yeah, you know, with all the other episodes, as soon as they say the, their power just activates. And... Yep. 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 I don't get it. Um, so this is when we see a new um, vehicle, which is the Planeteer Submarine. Good for them. Expanding. Which uh, is how we find out there's a dome all the way around because they try to get out and they hit the dome. Yep. This won't be the last time that their freaking submarine gets tossed or something. I know they like try to hit the pipe later. <laughs> like, still. Yeah, it, uh, just, it just bounces off of, like a dinky, dinky car. Yep, yep. Um, so the ship is stuck at the bottom of the ocean because they tried to get through the force field. Um, Gaia is very weak. She passes out. Because uh, I think Mati tries to talk to her and asks for help, but she's no help at all. No. no. Um, and that's, of course, Mati's moment. Oh, no, he, he actually helps out by summoning a whale later. Um, so all the while, the barge is towing something huge covered in a sheet. Um Dr. Blight has a big surprise, apparently. Uh, the force field opens so that she could bring the whatever it is inside. Um, at this point, uh, because the shield is open, they're able to get through and they get out of the the force field. And uh, I believe it's Kwame and Gee 
get on the barge and save Linka or something. I don't know. Yeah. At that point, I'm just kind of tuning out and I'm waiting for something to happen. Um, <laughs> they make Dr. Blight slip in oil and it she slips so hard that she fall, flies right off the, the boat. Well, yes, yeah, she flies down the boat, but thankfully that uh, piece of plywood was just in the right position on an angle over the railing. Right. That caused her to go off the ledge. For some reason, there's a ramp. There's a ramp on that barge. I don't know why. For some reason, there's a piece of, uh, you know, plywood just on a steel structure that has no other wood anywhere to be found other than firewood. Like, why not? I mean, I mean, I don't have experience on a barge. Maybe that's how it is. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's, you know, maybe they got banana peels, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we get the big surprise. What's underneath the sheet? It's a big iceberg. How does she have a sheet big enough to cover an iceberg? Why is she towing an iceberg? How's it not already melting? Because it's summer and you got a sheet on top of some ice. Yeah. Um, so the goal was initially she's superheating the island because of the greenhouse gases and the greenhouse effect with the force field. And then with the iceberg in there, it'll melt, raising the water level and therefore pretty much putting the island underwater. Yeah, because apparently this dome is going to keep the island enclosed. Forever. Yeah. Iceberg melting. Yeah, the iceberg is supposed to melt, enclosing the whole island because it's a dome. Um, who's got the earth power again? Kwame. Kwame. Why doesn't he just race an island? Right? He's got the power. I don't understand it. Whatever. I guess maybe it's the logic of the dome, but the dome looks really big, so... Yeah. Looks like you have another, I don't know... 60 to 100 feet to go up <laughs> yeah exactly um so they're on i mean they're on the barge and they're actually able to shut it down so that no more heat is building up but at that point it's kind of doesn't matter because there's enough heat it within the enough greenhouse gas that it's going to melt the um iceberg regardless um and so they need to get back in even though they just had a hard time getting out and they're like, I know, let's go through the uh, the pipe that, that she has go- going into the force field. For some reason, it's glass. I don't know why this pipe is glass, but whatever. Um, and they're... F- why doesn't this submarine have weapons? Their first inclination is to ram it head-on, which could have killed them, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Why doesn't the submarine have some power? something i don't i don't know i get they're a bunch of hippies but come on we gotta have some kind of power some some weapon some i don't know um yeah they it's a fail it doesn't work and then mati gets his big moment where he actually gets to do something of use and he uses his heart power to summon a giant whale which effortlessly smashes through the underwater pipe um and then they use the pipe to get in Here's the part, the weird part. They get in there, and for some reason, they can't summon Captain Planet, even though they're all together. Yeah, because, you know, he comes out of the ring, but apparently he's from all various areas of the world, so they got to point at the water. That way it sends beams everywhere. This crap made no sense to me, and I was like watching it back and trying to figure it out what they were talking about like no they just aimed their rings at the water and then he, he came out like like i could get is if they're what some of them are in the dome and some of them are outside the dome and the water like it connects between the water but they're all in the same goddamn area so don't make shit just felt yeah it just felt like some half-baked idea that someone yeah. writ in there that was totally unnecessary which him coming you know being summoned was so anticlimactic because he does one chest beam and destroys the force field in the device making the force field and that's it that's all he does in a show called captain planet captain planet shows up for like three minutes maybe at the end at most at the end of the season finale he's in the the environment greenhouse effect blurb at the end saying you know recycle and do everything longer than he is in the actual episode because he goes over to the iceberg that's melting, uses the sun to power up his chest, does one chest beam, and it's done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
at this point, Dr. Blight is like on a boat, like a getaway boat, and um, I forget what causes... Are the shields gone? Yeah, it's the shield gone, so the water level causes a tidal wave. It and washes engulfs, them away. And just before she gets engulfed, she's like to the computer, what do I have to know about swimming? Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. The, yeah, I don't remember the name of their psychic, but like we said, they have weird, very apparent sexual tension. He does have one funny line um, because they got to add uh, two little jets on him so he can get off the barge. And when he's landing onto the jet boat, he's like, I think I slipped a disc. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's like the one redeeming thing of the whole episode. All right, well done. Um, and then, so, at the end, I, f- I thought it was funny because Captain Planet, in a way, kind of says, like, I can't fix all this damage. Like, I forget what they're reference- or talking about uh, at the end. The, the greenhouse effect in the, the air. Yeah. Yeah. He he straight up tells them like I can't do anything about this like so you guys have to hey, do better. Yeah, he's like yeah, there's too much crap in there, so uh, you guys are gonna have to deal with it because uh, I can't. Like me with all my superpowers, I can't do it. You regular people, you got this. You know, being called Captain Planet should maybe be called Captain America or Captain Something. North America or Something. Captain Half Planet. He's like, I could, I could suck oil out of water and put it back in the earth, but I can't take away the greenhouse gases and stuff. Or Captain Useless. Yeah, you're being really hard on this show. Captain shows up at the end to take all the credit. Um, but yeah, it ends. It ends in no special way. It doesn't feel like anything hyped up or epic. It's just they any. They should have ended with introducing Captain Pollution. Yeah, that would have been cool. Like a little cliffhanger or something. Or... Yeah, and just leave it there. Just have him show up. Have him maybe give Captain Planet a good punch in the face. Captain Planet falls in the water. End of the season. Yep. Yep. But uh, no, let's just end it with an episode that's weaker than our halfway episode. Yeah, honestly, any I'm I'm sure any of the episodes from this season could have been the last episode, and they, yeah, they, they just didn't know what they're doing. That being said, I do still like the show. I do oh, yeah. like the concept. Yeah. I clearly enjoyed it more as a kid because yeah. there's a lot of stuff in this these episodes that don't make sense at all. Yeah, um, I remember really loving the show back then, and I think I had yeah I had some toys. And, uh, you know, this was the 90s. I was, um, people are trying to start the, the eco message and yeah. get, get things going because of, uh, I think at that time or during the 80s or something, it was like the hole in the ozone layer was a big deal. And, uh, and then along with that, I, I just, this is off topic, but I remember being in like school and them teaching the D.A.R.E. program. I don't know if you remember D.A.R.E. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just very 90s stuff. Dare, and then there's that... Was there a dog? Scruff, McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, 60652. All right, uh, Mr. I can't remember what show we're talking about this week, but I can remember that little fact. That's how my brain works. Like, stuff I need to know right now? No. Stuff from, like, 20 years ago that's completely useless? Yeah, I remember it. All right, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. So dumb, so dumb. Um, this show's ridiculous, but it's good. It's very entertaining. Yeah, it's it's very weird. Yeah, but it's it's fun. It's enjoyable. I I wasn't bored by any means. It just I was being nitpicky because a lot of stuff is like I don't know, just doesn't make sense. Yeah, and I'm glad, but also surprised that no company has tried to remake this or like a modern version. Well, there, wasn't there like an SNL skit or something? A yeah, TV skit. I think it was a. Oh no, it might have been Funny or Die. Maybe Funny or Die. Yeah, yeah. I remember it was like Don Cheadle was a uh, Captain Planet. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while. But uh, I and I like over the years, there's always been some r- rumors of like a Captain Planet live action movie, and no, yeah. it hasn't happened. So. Yeah, maybe we need Michael Bay to do it. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, 
Lots of explosions. I, yeah. Some robots, pig monster. Could just really take the TMT bebop. Yeah, exactly. And then just, you know, reskin it. I would I would say looks good. <laughs> um so I only know of one video game that was based off of this and it was an NES game and it wasn't really good. <laughs> I uh didn't even know they had a game. Yep. Uh, I don't remember playing any games and I honestly don't remember any toys unless they're like a Burger King or a McDonald's toy. Oh man. Those were the best toys back then too. Yeah, they're great. Yep. Nowadays yeah. they suck. Yeah. I mean, what can you do? It's probably cheaper. Yeah, uh, all we want is minions and SpongeBob toys. Yep, exactly. Oh, right, here we go. So I guess it came, the game came out for multiple things. It was Amiga, Atari, ZX Spectrum, if anyone knows that, um, and then Nintendo Entertainment System was it. Um, and as you can guess, it's a 2D action platformer. Oh man, I thought it was 3D next-gen technology. I know, right? Um, but I remember it being crap. And yes, the first couple stages, you're actually in the... Oh, it's called the EcoJet. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, you're in the EcoJet. And if anything touches you, you die. Oh, that's one of those games. Yeah, and then the second phase is controlling Captain Planet. Pretty much doing the same thing, flying. So you're just it's reskinning. Like, it's like that crappy Power Rangers game that I used to play on the Game Boy. You there's a side scroller and you get like three hits and you die and then once you get to the end of the level you get the Megazord for like two seconds to fight Goldar and then you're back doing the same damn thing over again. Yeah. I, I liked Power Rangers on the I think it was Power Rangers of the movie, the game on Sega Genesis. Actually in had fun with that one. Yeah, but um, I would recommend this show if anyone has not seen it and you're a fan of 90s nostalgia and you're Mr. Environmental, you should check it out. Yeah, I think you should at least check it out once, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, see for yourself the, uh, <laughs> the Soviet Union. Yeah, or at least, you know, try to find an episode with Captain Pollution. I'm assuming that'd be a good episode. Yeah. Any Is evil that... twin episodes are always good. I don't know, what was that, like, Superman Superman 4? The, uh, the movie, he had, like, a... Bizarro? I'm, I'm not sure. I know Bizarro is, like, a version of Superman with, with all the cracked um, skin, and then... Yeah. We'll go back even to Slotic, we'll do Earthworm Jim and Evil Jim. Yeah, true. So. Evil Twins are good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, that's all I got for this show. Yeah, that's all I got. So, uh, for the next episode, we are actually going down another rabbit hole. Um, something Rob's never watched, uh, and something I've only watched like one episode of, because yep. honestly, I didn't know it was a thing. We are watching John Candy's Camp Candy. Rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah. But this will be interesting. Um, we, yeah, when you listed them out for me, I was like, I haven't seen any of these, but two of them I had heard of, and the one... The John Candy show I never even heard of. So yeah, um, so I did something a little different this week. Um, I picked three shows for Rob to pick one um, that had famous people behind them. So we had John Candy's Camp Candy, we had Howie Mandel's Bobby's World, and we had uh, Louis Anderson's Life with Louis, which I'm assuming we'll do the other two at some point. But yeah, I'm sure we will. I figured it'd be fun to pick three shows. And then, really, if we want to add more into that, we could do, like, Fat Albert and Dick oh, yeah. Cosby had in their show Little Bill on Nickelodeon. Oh, oh God. Uh, Bill Cosby. Which, yeah, I don't think we want to do either one of those, Ugh. but it might happen at some point. Man. Yeah, yeah, who knows? There might be some creepy foreshadowing in that show. You never know. Uh, no idea. Yeah, we'll see. I don't even remember watching Little Bill. Yeah, me neither. No. Yeah. Just know it was Nickelodeon and Joe. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, got any your usual plugs? I've been slacking, uh, but as always, <laughs> check out uh, Instagram at Typeinstein. Get that link tree link in my bio, 
And uh, check out Facebook where I've been posting most of my stuff uh, at Typhonstein. You'll be easy to find it. And uh, hopefully we'll have some gaming videos and stuff coming out soon. I know we say that every episode, but uh, maybe this uh, come week. We'll see. Um, just so you guys know, I'm pretty sure I have ADHD. So I get hyped up to do something, and I start it, and then it just stops. So I'm pretty sure I'm lazy. Yeah, well... Maybe um, I'll be a combo of both. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, we need. I need to be better. I need to beat Resident Evil Five. God damn it. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. How did I beat Disney's Bolt on Xbox 360 recently? And yeah. This this dude puts time into beating Bolt, a horrible game based off of what I think <laughs> is a horrible movie. Yeah but yet puts countless hours into Resident Evil and still has not finished it off. Yeah, I think... I don't know. I think it's because I had beaten that game so many times that now I'm just, like, taking my sweet-ass time. But you already started recording it and making a series of it. You didn't even make a series at a bolt. You just played it for the sake of playing it. That's right. That's the kind of brain I have. <laughs> Very questionable brain. You could have at least made a video of it. You know, it could have been like some Game Grim Super Mega style stuff. I think I'll do that because one of the games I have coming up next that I'm playing is Toy Story 3. So I'll make a video on that. That might be a hit. Yep. I'll, I'll, by the way, all these random games, I didn't buy them. They're given to me from Xbox. So. Yeah, yeah good old uh, Xbox Live. Live. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I got nothing to plug other than the usual because I'm slacking. Also, I got I'm on Twitch. If you want to check it out, um, yeah, that's it for me. We got Twitter, uh, Instagram, Nostalgic Dead Network on YouTube. It's just we suck. <laughs> just gonna be honest right there. Speak for yourself. Uh, I do suck. I, I know. I know. It's uh, it's time consuming doing everything. It really. Oh is. yeah. Yeah, and you guys should know, we're, like the title suggests, we're dads. Um, and then you are working. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, we're not getting paid for this. <laughs> uh, which, if you want to donate money, uh, personally contact us, and uh, we'll be more than happy to send you a PayPal link of some sort. Uh, yeah, we'll let you pick a show. <laughs> we will accept donations by the hundred. Yep, at least. Wait. <laughs> Way it's even 50 50 for both of us. Yep, sounds good. Uh, if you want to just donate the 100 to me and we'll just call it even and I won't say anything, that's fine as well. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Um, all right, that's all I got. That's Th- all I got. This was an interesting episode. <laughs> very, very interesting. Yep. All right, guys, thank you for joining us uh, another week, and uh, we'll see you next time with the John Candy Show. Sounds like a plan. Later. Peace.